Uh, joining us, a very special guest. In 2023, Minnesota had the highest number of congenital syphilis cases in over 40 years. Updated guideline, uh, guidance for health care providers improvises uh, the need to test for syphilis three times during pregnancy. Uh, joining us this morning, Christine Jones is the manager of STD, HIV, and TB uh, section at the Minnesota Department of Health. She's been in public health uh, professional for almost 30 years. Congenital uh, syphilis is on the rise in Minnesota. Good morning to you, uh, Christine. Tell us to what do we attribute the rise in these syphilis cases in Minnesota? Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So there are a lot of contributing factors into the increase in congenital um, syphilis cases, and we are actually nearing the national trend. But what we think is there's a lack of resources for sexual health services. Um, and field staff, uh, such as disease intervention specialists who work with untreated persons and their sexual partners, we have a shortage of disease investigator, intervention specialists, um, lack of access to medical care, poverty, you know, um, disparities in different populations related to social determinants of health. You know, there's just a myriad of um, contributing factors um, to the increase in congenital syphilis cases, like in all health inequities. In general, if you can break down syphilis for those who don't know uh, how you can contract it, what it is, uh, can you just break down syphilis and, and how uh, a person can actually get syphilis? Yeah, syphilis is actually a sexually transmitted disease. You um, get syphilis if you have are sexually active with a person that has syphilis. And syphilis is it's a difficult disease because it's the longer you have it, um, the less likely you are to transmit it, but it can still cause serious health concerns. Mm. So what we recommend is that any sexually active person get treated um, or get tested and treated early for syphilis and repeatedly. And if you are tested for syphilis, make sure that all your sexual partners are tested and treated as well. Mm, indeed. So why is congenital uh, syphilis affecting some communities more than others, Christine? You know, it's the same thing that... Um, I see um, for all the social determinants of health that are impacting communities, especially communities of color at higher rate, you know, we're seeing things that can contribute like um, lack of health insurance, um, unstable housing, lack of transportation, um, difficulty accessing medical care, and especially in more rural parts of our state where there's fewer doctors available and they have to travel long distances. The cost of medical services is increasing. Um, and so that we're, we are seeing that um, although syphilis can affect anyone, um, Minnesotans of all races, ethnicity, gender, and sexual orientation are increasing with syphilis. But we are um, we definitely see higher rates of disease in, in communities of color and communities that have been um, impacted by systemic racism and other generational trauma. Hmm. We're talking to Christine Jones. Uh, she's the manager of the STD, HIV, and TB section at the Minnesota Department of Health. She's been in public health a professional for almost 30 years, talking about congenital syphilis. What are the symptoms, uh, Christine? How do you break down, how does a person know if they've contracted syphilis? Well, one of the things that's tricky about syphilis is you can have it and not know it. Um, but sores can show up on your genitals, and the anus, or the lips, or your hands. And the sores usually show up about six weeks after you've been exposed to syphilis if you've contracted it. They're painless. They don't hurt. And the sores will go away if the person's not treated. But the infection just kind of sits silently in other organs and other parts of the body. Hmm. And what are the long-term uh, issues that you may have if you never get treated for it? You can have neurological effects. It can affect your uh, eyesight. 
Um, it can even eventually cause a death if you have it for long term. Hmm. Wow. So have there been any cases yet in 2024? In 2024, um, I was just asking our, um, our epidemiology about that. Um, we had a couple months, about a month ago, we had two congenital cases with um, one one baby being born, uh, stillborn. But I know that we have seen some increases since then. And I can get the exact number and get back to you. But I think it's up to maybe uh, four or five now. Wow. And can it be detected in babies, Christine, before they're born or just in pregnant people? Just in pregnant people. It cannot be detected in babies. Um, so pregnant people, you'd need a blood sample, um, and the fetus isn't tested in utero. So we, we test the pregnant person. So there's a nationwide uh, manufacturing shortage of, of some treatment for syphilis, uh, the only drug that's effectively treats pregnant women and some newborns. How is MDH responding to the short of, uh, shortage of penicillin uh, for pregnant people, Christine? One of the things that we're doing is we're working with CDC and Pfizer, which is a uh, pharmaceutical company that creates um, Vicelin to really ease the impact in Minnesota. Um, we're working with clinics to make sure that they can get doses from other clinics if needed. And also CDC did just um, send out a notification that there is an alternate medication mm-hmm. um, that can be used for syphilis um, treatment in pregnant women that the FDA did approve um, in this Vicelin shortage. So what would you recommend, Christine, uh, what would MDH recommend for people? Like you said, there's n- it's not really as detectable as you would, would hope that it is. What do you recommend for people uh, to stay safe and, and to prevent even getting syphilis? Uh, should they get tested regularly? How regularly should you get tested for syphilis? So we recommend that people get treated for syphilis um, any time that there has been a risk of exposure. So any sexually active person um, can get can get and transmit syphilis. So anyone who is sexually active should be screened regularly. Um, CDC would say once annually. We would say more often if you have multiple sex partners or anonymous sex partners um, or if you feel like you've been exposed. Um, condoms should be used consistently and correctly each time. And um, just the, that testing and treatment and making sure that your partners are treated as well. And for people who are pregnant, we recommend being tested three times during pregnancy mm-hmm. um, to make sure that you can be accurate, adequately treated prior to the birth of your baby. Sounds good, Christine. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Manager of the STD, HIV, and TB section. She's with the Minnesota Department of Health talking about congenital syphilis. Uh, as the Minnesota had the highest number of congenital syphilis cases in over 40 years in 2023. Uh, for more information, Christine, what, what, what number can they call? The best number they can call is they can call us at the Minnesota Department of Health. You can reach us at 651 That's 651-201-5414. And just tell them you have questions about syphilis or any other STD or HIV, and they will get you to the right person. All right. Thank you so much, Christine. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Uh, 89.9. Wake up. Work out. Come on. Catch Freddie Bell and Chantel in the morning.